The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Level 2. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. The pencil players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Monday Night Meltdown. George Kurtz is going to step up today to kick it with us. We'll talk NFL football, Major League Baseball, a little NHL hockey as well as the preseason has begun. Somebody better tell uh, the Philadelphia Eagles that this was not a preseason game tonight because they played like it. Uh, they got drilled. Dallas Dallas wins 41-21. Final score, Dak Prescott, 21-26, 238 uh, yards, three touchdown passes, balanced attack tonight. They threw for 220. They rushed for 160 uh, this evening. Jalen Hurts actually threw for 326 yards uh, tonight. We left that prop on the table. We did bet Jalen Hurts over rushing yards, yet uh, that did not hit. Uh, he had 35 rushing yards tonight. We needed 55 and a half. The Dallas Cowboys kept him in check. He didn't really look all that fast uh, when he ran. So week three is officially done uh, right now. And um, we end with an over. It was a heavy under week. It was 11 and 5 to the under. And um, it was 8-8 eight and eight as far as dogs and favorites are concerned. So the odds makers did their job, 8-8. Eight and eight. They got burnt on the totals. Yet, speaking of the totals, the primetime affair is now 8-1 and one to the over. Nine primetime games this year. Eight of them have gone over the number. The next primetime game is Thursday night. And unfortunately, we're going to have to watch Jacksonville and Cincinnati play football. Like, are you kidding me? Really? I think I'd rather watch Sirianni and his pink pen. The Pink Panther. <laughs> That's his new nickname, the Pink Panther. Um, like I said, if you're going to need a Sharpie, why don't you just make it great? I don't know. Was it a highlight? What are you highlighting? Your crap-ass play didn't work last time? Yeah, scratch that one, coach. Uh, what's your T-shirt next week? Ho- hopefully we don't get 13 penalties. <laughs> like, like, you know, that T-shirt thing is killing me. I look forward to George Kurtz's take on that. Like, what an idiot. What kind of, what kind of guy wears a T-shirt like that? And I said, I can't believe that the Eagles ownership group didn't say, what the hell's wrong with you? So the, the Eagles get the Kansas City Chiefs. So Andy Reid goes back to Philadelphia. And they're all going to be all nice to Andy Reid and all this now. But you treated Andy Reid like crap when he was there. I don't know. Like, is this really the best situation for Andy Reid, too? Guy just got out of the hospital. Now he's going to go back to Philadelphia. Listen, the Kansas City Chiefs have been money burners, all right? These guys are 112 and 1 against the spread in their last 14 games. And I realized, too, the only stupid game they covered was against the Buffalo Bills, man. Ugh. Speaking of the Bills, the Bills are laying 16.5 points to the Houston Texans. So the Kansas City Chiefs are 7.5-point favorites against the Philadelphia Eagles. That's the number. That's who the Eagles get. Kansas City at Philadelphia. Meanwhile, the Dallas Cowboys get the undefeated Carolina Panthers. All right, so the number last night for this football game was 4.5. And, and it hasn't moved despite the Cowboys' dominance tonight. It's still 4.5 right now. Cowboys minus four and a half against the Carolina Panthers. McCaffrey is going to be out. I guess McCaffrey's not out for a prolonged period of time, but he's going to, I think he's going to be out for this football game. So, you know, listen, the Cowboys are not great home favorites. They did cover tonight. I'm not, you know, I like them better tonight than I do against the Panthers. The late night anger management class. This is sports rage. It's level two. 
This is Sports Rage. I am Maranci. We're kicking it. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates joining the party on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM, Channel 204, the Dallas Cowboys, victorious. We'll talk football. We'll get into the week four numbers with George Kurtz. The NBA season set to begin in a little more than three weeks' time, and we got problems right now. Andrew Wiggins not allowed into his home arena, and uh, he's not relenting on this. So Wiggins is not going to get vaccinated, So which means if you're the Golden State Warriors, fine. You've got to find somebody to you know, to trade Andrew Wiggins for. And it seems to me that Ben Simmons makes the most sense. It really does. If you're Philadelphia, you're not getting multiple this and multiple anything, okay? Like, nobody's giving you multiple anything for Ben Simmons. Like, you know what? And it's pretty crazy because I've been ripping Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is better than Ben Simmons. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Ben, like, Wiggins cares more than Simmons does if that's even possible. Like, I don't know, like, they're, it's just such a mess. And you got the Kyrie stuff. Well, whatever. As I stated, I personally don't give a crap whether these people are vaccinated or not. All right? I'm never going to be around Kyrie Irving, and I'm never going to be around Andrew Wiggins. So whether they're vaccinated or not does not affect my life. But what does affect my life is betting on NBA totals, NBA futures, NBA divisions, betting on the NBA. So it's almost like betting on a stock market, but the stocks are sick. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I need more information, man. Well, whatever. I'm not a Brooklyn Net fan, so put it this way. You think the Nets are going to win the championship, but they don't have Kyrie Irving playing uh, half their games? What if they make it to the finals? And then they can't have him playing at home? Doesn't make sense. So I think Wiggins Wiggins will be traded because Wiggins isn't threatening retirement and stuff. Wiggins is just bitching. Right, Kyrie Irving, supposedly behind the scenes, has told the Nets, I'm not getting vaccinated. I will, if you want, I'll take half the money and I'll play the road games only. Uh, Or if you try to trade me, I'll just retire. So I think there's still, that's why Kyrie is still saying there's a lot up in the air right now. And Kevin Durant said there's still time to figure this out. So I think that's where they're at. But they're already flaky. Kyrie Irving took like three weeks off for his birthday last week, uh, last year, guys. Right? They'd be better off without him at some point in time. I like Kyrie Irving. I think he's a cool dude. You know what I mean? I think Kyrie does care about winning. But at the same point in time, Kyrie is going to Kyrie. And Kyrie is all about Kyrie. Man, you guys all should have been tennis players. The team, the team, the team. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. 
Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Late night anger management class continues. Our boy Grinch in Arizona says, why don't the Nets play their home games at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut so Kyrie won't have to get vaxxed? <laughs> and my answer to that will be, well, because the owner's paying them a ton of money and they play in the Barclays Center and they charge a ton of money in New York and in Brooklyn to go to the games and they sell a lot of tickets. Right? Sort of, that's, that's sort of the reason. But uh, we love you anyways, Grinch. <laughs> that's, that's just my answer. Right? There's, 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 there's an answer for every question. All right, George Kurtz steps up and in. There's a lot of stuff to get to. How you doing, George? Oh, I think you know I'm doing pretty well tonight uh, there, uh, Mr. Marenzi. Good night for the Cowboys there. So uh, good night, Yankee sweep over the weekend. I'm in a very good mood. Yankee sweep over the weekend, and the Dallas Cowboys look great uh, tonight. As you saw, I tweeted out earlier. I give. Uh, let's start off with Coach Dan Quinn. And, and the Cowboys defense. Now, I think, honestly, too, and I'm kicking myself I had never put the bet in. I saw it the other night at plus 600. Uh, Micah Parsons, we told you guys a million times, he's going to win. He's going to win the um, he's gonna win the rookie, uh, the defensive rookie of the year. He's a badass. But I think his enthusiasm is rubbing off on people. Dan Quinn's intensity rubbing off uh, a bit. And Listen, their defense isn't perfect, but you look at all the injuries that the defense has dealt with. And they lead the league in takeaways, right? And you can't say, well, they played a soft schedule. I mean, all right, yeah, they played against the Eagles tonight, but they played against the Buccaneers. They played against the Chargers. And it really is turning into this bend-but-don't-break defense opportunistic. They fly to the ball. Quinn's doing a great job of the defense, and I've been critical of Kellen Moore in the past, uh, George, but Kellen Moore's pushing the right buttons. Like, you know what I mean? They're running the ball. I like a lot of the plays that they have, actually. I remember in past years, like, like even last year, I remember it was like a big third down early in the season, and they went to C.D. Lamb. The kid's a rookie in, like, the first game. They went to him on a big play over the middle. And I was like, why would you do that? Like, or remember all the time it would be third and seven or something, bro, and they would throw, like, a pass to Elliott down the sideline? I'd be like, he's not even a good like receiver as a running back, and you're having him run down the field. Like the play calling was bad. Now they're doing these little rollouts and stuff where Zach will Doc will read either, all right, I'll go deep, or if that's not there, I'll dump it off to Jarwin or Schultz. And they did that a couple of times, and it's pretty much impossible to stop when he rolls out like that. So I thought the play calling was very good and the designs were good. I'm first to tell you, and uh, you know, I made fun of both these guys, right? Uh, Quinn, I think I've said it so many times there. Oh, so we're not going to get rid of the players, but the coaching's going to make the difference, right? Because that's what Jerry Jones pretty much said, that it wasn't the players' fault last year, but it was the coaches. Bad coaching is why the Cowboys defense is horrendous, worst ever. Uh, so I made plenty of fun of that. I didn't, know, didn't think Dan Quinn could turn it around. He has. I think you're right about Micah Parsons, 100% right. And with Kellen Moore, I still equated this to, uh, to what the Islanders did with Garth Snow. You know, there's like one day uh, Wong comes down... Hey, Garth, uh, you know, you can't play backup goaltender anymore. How about general manager? Would you like to do that? Same thing with Kellen Moore, right? Jerry's go, going, yeah, listen, you, you, third-string quarterback, backup quarterback? No, no, that's not for you. Would you like to be offensive coordinator? That's just the way it seemed to me because neither one of these guys had any experience there, but it is working out. Kellen Moore has gotten better. I still don't trust McCarthy. Some of his decisions are interesting at the end of the half. I know you already went through this on Twitter. Not calling your timeouts there. What are you waiting for? I mean, I could have had a minute and a half there and the ball back there. What are you afraid? You're going to call a timeout that feel that was going to go for it? Is that what you're worried about there? Weird uh, how that worked out here. But the defense looks like they're flying to the ball. They're playing with energy. Now, when it comes to betting on Parsons for a defensive rookie of the year, I think he's a lock. But he did get hurt at the end of the game. And he did get hurt right below those, right in those ribs. I mean, it didn't look serious, though. Broken. He came up, but he was ginger. I would, you might yeah. want to make sure they're not broken or cracked. That's what, you know, my biggest fear right now. Yeah, that's the type of kid, though. You imagine how hurt he'd have to be not to play that kid? Like, he's like he's ready to go. Man, he's been playing good football. Like, he's just a football player, right? You put him out of position, it doesn't matter. Like, he's just a defensive, like, he's a menace. Like I said, I'm not comparing him to LT because, like Belichick said, there's only one LT. But 
he just sort of like he could do it all. Like he could play linebacker, he could play defensive end, he can get it to quarterback. You know what? We've seen his speed and pass coverage as well. There's been times where it's like, whoa, man, he's really gotten down the field. Like sometimes he's next to the DBs and stuff. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like he's the guy really does just go coast to coast. Think about it. He can fly. He can absolutely fly. But think about this. I mean, in his second NFL game, he's a linebacker. The Cowboys are like, listen, we have nobody on defensive end. We're going to have you rush the passer. And he did well. He was by far the Cowboys' best pass rush last week. It wasn't even close. He had another sack tonight. He made Lane Johnson take a penalty tonight. He made Lane Johnson, one of the best left tackles in the game, take a penalty. He's been fantastic. I think you uh, I don't know what more the Cowboys can ask of the kid. I mean, really, it's his. It was his second NFL game. He was him to play defensive end. I thought he was going to get you know mauled here. He was, they would, you know, these guys going to knock him at the next week. No, he held his own and then some. I think it's very impressive. He's fast as hell, bro. He is. He's he fast. Stop him. I guess it's fantastic. I mean, I was one of the ones. Hey, I was a little disappointed when uh, Sertain was taken by the Broncos. What the Cowboys really needed that. But uh, this you remember, I liked him. Remember, I told you from day one. Yeah. I, I liked him Joe, for day one. Joe Lisi, same thing. You guys both raved about him. So, uh, gift horse. The Cowboys may have gotten a gift horse in the mouth here with uh, Michael Parsons playing great. And I do think he's energized the entire team. The New York Giants, They, uh, they, they there's another one. Like, uh, like honestly, like, I was like, why wouldn't you want to get Parsons? Oh, we're concerned. All that grumbling about, well, there was incidences in the past. And, uh, and... Whatever. They were, there was nothing really there. Kid's a badass, and it's worked out well. And Dak Prescott, got to give him credit. I mean, Dak Prescott's completed 77% of his passes through three games, George. I mean, he's, uh, I don't know if he's as quick as he was before the, uh, the broken bone, the ankle break. You notice he doesn't want to run at all either. That's gone. He, he, he does not want to run. Yeah. I don't think he has that burst anymore, Gabe. Where, and that's, listen, uh, that, that was a gruesome injury last year. It's one of those injuries you turn your head, right? Because that's just, ugh, you know, a compound fracture and all that. Uh, but he's done a remarkable job. And the Cowboys, they have weapons up the wazoo. And whenever Lyle Collins <laughs> returns in this wonderful, funny saga, uh, what's going on with him, uh, the offensive line should be stronger. I mean, the weakest part of the offensive line probably You guys is, uh, still got to be Dallas, though, don't you? As good as things are, someone's still got to be Dallas, right, yeah. on this team? Like, so it's like everything's so going well, you got one story. Just for the record, Lael Collins got suspended. Um, and it was kind of strange. People, all right, what, did he you know, drug test or what was it? And it turned out that he was constantly missing tests. So he didn't even fail a test. He was missing tests all the time. And then they were suspicious because they're like, man, this guy's always missing tests, right? And he's always never where he's supposed to be. So they were getting anxious then. They were getting frustrated about it. So they finally cornered him somewhere. And he basically bribed the guy. He said, how about I pay you and we don't do this test? <laughs> it doesn't so, make any he, – he missed seven tests. Seven. Yeah, seven I can understand I one or two. You know, hey, okay, things come Yeah, but I understand, like, George, they're saying it was only for weed, and the league doesn't even care about weed, really. That's the whole thing. They, the, I, from what I understand, George, the league was going to suspend him two games for the weed thing. Yes. They were going to be like, listen, you missed a million tests, and we know you smoke weed every day. We're going to give you two games because we don't care about weed anymore. That's the new deal. So, But now that you went and bribed somebody, we're going to give you five. And then it went to two, right? And then an arbitrator said, no, I'm making it five again. (laughs) The Players Association bargained it down to him from five to two. And then I I don't know the Players Association. Hey, no, 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 don't don't go to a – don't do it. We got it down to two. You're not going to get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe they thought, hey, we have nothing to lose. Right? Because when was the last time in any sport game, in any sport, where somebody went to arbitration and they raised it? They never raised it. So, <laughs> I, I mean, the arbitrator had to be like, like are you kidding the me? The arbitrator was- said five games is right. I'm actually surprised they're not more angry about it. Like, that's the type of thing I think Goodell would be like, no, dude, you're suspended for the rest of the year. You tried to bribe a drug. I've never heard of that. <laughs> First for me. First for me, it's had to happen before, but it's the first time I've ever heard something like that. It's like I said, it's the Cowboys. It's like when you watch a TV show. Yeah, but it's not like he had cocaine or something. It was weed. He was getting two games. Just bite the bullet and go, I'm going to get suspended two games. i got to bite the bullet on this. I wonder what he was really doing. He was afraid of the pee test. (laughs) More with Kurtz on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. to the center, back to the wing, back to the center. Center holds it, holds it, holds it. Halfback, passes to center, back to wing, back to center, center holds it, holds it, holds it! I can't bear this any longer, I'm leaving. The late night anger management class, this is Sports Rage. Cowboys win, Cowboys win, Pokes win. Pokes win. 41-21. George Kurtz, Sports Grid Radio Network's kicking it with us right now. The Mightier 1090. We're throwing it down live. Uh, we're kicking it Sirius XM Channel 204. So, uh, George, I went on a little bit of a, uh, a rant earlier about Sirianni, and clearly he's in over his head. I mean, look how undisciplined the team is. Penalties on every play. And I talked about that T-shirt, and the Dallas Cowboys noticed the T-shirt as well, beaten by uh, Dallas, and I said, that's a bad look, dude. Like, I don't remember you know, Vince Lombardi wearing T-shirts like that. Like, You're a coach in the National Football League. Like, You're not a fan in a sports bar, bro. You're not a fan in the end zone drinking beers. That's a T-shirt fans wear. And that's like even the raw-raw aspect. And I don't know why the Monday Night Football crew defended it and said, oh, he's owning the rivalry and it's fun and stuff. i got to be honest with you. Players hate that stuff. Players aren't there for raw rod. They're not in college. They're grown men. They're professional athletes. And not to mention, they've got to deal with it, right? So, like, when Jalen Hurts gets hit, like, your T-shirt, you know what I mean? It matters. <laughs> like, like you're just you're causing drama and issues that players wouldn't. Like, if a player did that, people would be pissed off. You're the head coach. You're a Cowboy fan. You got the last laugh. What did you think of the T-shirt? I, I thought it was stupid, like you said. I mean, I... And I, I offer the top land, Jerry, you know, stoic and all that. Yeah, Bill Belichick would never do something like that. I, I think it's kind of silly. You know, uh, I think it's new, new coaches nowadays. We don't have those guys. We have younger guys nowadays who want to sort of be like their players or want to be like their kids and their teenage uh, kids who are doing this, that, and everything else. Does it work? Uh, like I said, no. And I, I don't, I don't Someone's got to be an adult in the room. Exactly. I was just going to say the same thing. Someone's got to be dad, right? Someone's got to be the disciplinarian there. Uh, except dude, you got a bunch of nut jobs in the room. That's what football players have told me even. They're like, dude, nah, man. Like, they're like, they said, quite frankly, like, there's a lot of alpha males, dude, and a lot of guys that are tough dudes in that room. And if you're just a joker, they're never going to take you. They're never, if they don't fear you at all, you're going to be penalized. Dude, the Buffalo Bills, George, were the most penalized team in the NFL with Rex Ryan. Are they now with McDermott? No. McDermott will cut you. Rex Ryan will go have a beer with you after. There is a difference there. And I listen, I think you know which coach I prefer. Uh, like I said, Tom Landry, Jimmy Johnson, my favorite coach, Bill Parcells. Even with the Giants, one of my favorite coaches. I think you need that kind of guy. But it's also, we don't see that much in today's game. Right? We don't. Those kind of guys, because players have more power nowadays because they make so much money. That we generally, well, we don't want that kind of coach. Well, the owners don't want that kind of coach. The don't want that kind of coach. They want someone to get along with the players. Hard to do, like I said, especially in football where you can cut these guys on a whim. I just don't like giving the other team any 
Even though, listen, I get it. The Cowboys want to beat the Eagles anyway. It probably meant very little, but still, I'm not giving any bulletin board material. I'm just not. You know, I don't want to hear it if I lose this game. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, I remember that shirt. That's why I hit this guy even harder. I don't need to hear that because it makes me look terrible. So I thought it was silly. Uh, and once again, he says he's going to keep wearing it. I hope not, but you know, people have also have a hard. <laughs> well, let him keep wearing it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it'll be a memory because at this rate, it ain't going to last long. Um, yeah, Mikey in Chicago. It is. It is from like a. It's a college thing. It's like beat Michigan State, beat MSU, beat OSU, beat Michigan. And they even said he got the idea for the T-shirt when he was at Ohio State in Michigan week, and everyone at Ohio State was wearing T-shirts beat Michigan. It's like, dude, like, it's not college, George. You know what I mean? Like, you're not no, with the dorm. Like, it's not college game day. Like, my, my guess is he won't be wearing it when Dallas goes to Philadelphia in December. I would, I would, I wouldn't think I, he would anyway. I'm surprised Jeffrey Lurie didn't say, dude, what are you, an idiot? Take that shirt off. I think he might say it now. Yeah, I think, I think he let the guy get a chance with it once. See if it works. You know, yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, you wore the shirt and we lost. Now you take it off. Yeah. You're right. Just silly. I mean, uh, I guess I don't understand why coaches do that. I, I'm of the belief where, like I said, I'm not giving any bulletin board material. It's tough enough to beat a team Monday night, their first home game of the season. Why am I adding to it? Especially when this team's gotten obliterated, I think, the last two or three times now that they've gone to Dallas. All right. So the game goes over the number. Prime times are now 8-1 uh, and one to the over, George, on the season. How would you do betting on a game? You're kind of crazy. You probably don't, you don't bet on your Cowboy game. So you're right. No, uh, Joe Lisi and I both uh, went heavy on the Cowboys tonight and the over. Oh, uh, finally. You're a smart man, you, but you got a piece of the action. Is this new? The, uh, Is this yes. the first? Yeah. No, you, you, hit it, you hit it right. Generally, I don't because, I mean, it's, it's the fan in me. I don't want to be screwed over twice. Oh, Cowboys but you were so confident tonight that you bet on it? <laughs> I mean, the, Cow- like I said, the Cowboys have destroyed the Eagles a couple, uh, last couple times at home. There was a buzz, so I thought the Eagles were going into tonight. You know, I was a little bit worried. I think you even put this on one of your tweets, or maybe it was on the earlier show. The Cowboys' defensive line was a wreck, and I was worried, you know, if the Eagles try and run the ball up the middle, it could be a problem, but then I'm thinking, you know, they don't have the runners for that. Sanders and Gamble aren't up the middle guys. They're outside guys, and Dallas has the speed to match that. You know, so uh, I like the Cowboys a lot tonight. I, uh, I didn't play as many props because uh, Cooper does not do well against Slay, and he had the ribs. I know they took Yeah, I got burnt by that. Oh, uh, yeah, Slay has destroyed Cooper uh, a lot, more, much more often than not. Uh, I did have CD. How many yards? What was the prop on CD Lamb? I don't even know if I won that one. It's what do you have, 56, 66? I know he was uh, he was he was five and a half receptions. I don't know what his yards were. Yeah, his, his, his yards were like sixty four and a half or so, sixty five and a half, four five and a half receptions. Yeah, I think I I think I hit that. I I took the uh, I took the yards, not the receptions, and I didn't touch the running backs. I wish I did, but I didn't touch the running backs because I didn't even know how they were going to break it up. Well, how about this, George? I took Pollard over 59 and a half rushing receiving I, I, I yards. Checked, he ended I with 60. I to see if you won. Because <laughs> I, I was going through the tweets later. I'm like, oh, Gabe, did you get the yards? Dude, he was at 56 like, midway through the second quarter, and then they never gave it to him. I was like, man, Zeke, are you going to come out or what, bro? Like, And it was like, no, no, no. And I knew, though, George, I tweeted even. I was like, now nah, they're going to take him out. It's 34-14. It's done. Like, they're taking Zeke out now. Now Pollard gets a couple of touches, and then Clement got a couple of touches. Like, I barely got it. But, hey, I've lost by half a yard. Hey, how about me and Cam? We both had C.D. Lamb first touchdown of the game. Dear God, he got tied. He landed like half an inch, George. First touchdown of the game, 9-1. to one. It was an underthrow, too. Should have been an easy touchdown. Oh, that, would, oh, that, that would drive me insane. See, that's what would drive me insane. Nine to one. How much money I had on that? Yeah. No, I only had. Uh, I had. Uh, I had fifteen dollars out. I'd better pay two hundred and two dollars back. <laughs> like so, whatever it was. Like, it would have been a nice two hundred two dollars score early, right? So close. Like the thought was there. They they went to him and everything. But I did well too. I had the Cowboys. I had the over. I teased the Cowboys to the over. And Pollard was my biggest prop. So uh, winning on night. Uh, for us tonight, and I had the Oakland. Uh, I had the uh, Seattle Mariners to beat Oakland tonight, as that game's come to an end. And um, the Seattle team won't go away. We'll get to some baseball talk in a couple of minutes. So uh, Dallas Cowboys get the Carolina Panthers up next. You just talked about them matching up with the running backs. So you, you know McCaffrey's not going to play. I'm seeing reports though that he's not going to be out long, prolonged at least. But I don't think he's playing this week. So you get Hubbard out of Oklahoma State, who's not bad, George. Uh, Canadian kid. Um, I think he's from Manitoba. He's not not a bad running back, actually. He's one of the you know, all time. I think he's the all time one of the. And they've had some good backs there, right? You know, Barry Sanders and um, and Thurman Thomas. 
at Oklahoma State, but he was one of the top running backs in history. They put up tons of numbers. And um, he's not bad, but obviously he's not McCaffrey. We saw the offense was clearly not the same when he left. They were lucky they were playing Houston when they lost McCaffrey. Like You could tell that offense wasn't the same without him. Listen, I don't want to bash the Panthers, but I'm about to do that. We played nobody this season. All right. Uh, listen, I'm glad things are going well for you, but you played nobody. Come on. You played the Jets. Uh, worst team in football? Anybody going to argue that? Yeah, you know, you played the New Orleans Saints. They have no offense. And then you played the Houston, ja- uh, Houston Jaguars. Uh, the Houston Texans. <laughs> Second worst team in football? I mean, really, come on. You played nobody. You know, not that Dallas is the, you know, I'm not equating Dallas to the Buccaneers or the Rams, but now you're going to play a real team next week. We'll see what you can do. Uh, it's in Dallas. I don't like, and I know it's going to sound like a homer thing or a bitching, but I hate when the NFL does this really for any team. Carolina gets the extra days, right? Because they played on Thursday. Why are you making a team that? Yeah, you get the short week. Play yeah. that team, right? Why do you? Why does the NFL do that? It's a good I point. You don't care about competitive advance, but I, I'll, the NFL on scheduling always drives me insane. I, don't, I just don't get it. Why you do that? At least Dallas playing at home. As far as they don't make them travel. Yeah, like play against a team that played Sunday night football last night, or if that's not on the schedule, somebody that played one of the late games yesterday. You know what I mean? Try to make it so. So that's a good point. Like, why would you take a team that's been off ten days? It's almost like they even out the the game a bit, don't they? By doing that, like, and let's be real, George. What do you think the Dallas Cowboy players are doing right now? These guys are at a party at Jerry Jones's house or oh, wherever yeah. they go, they wherever, whatever they party. do. Yeah, and all the Hall of Famers were there too. Oh yeah, they're wasted right now. <laughs> like, Cowboys are wasted. Tomorrow is a right. T- Tuesday's the day off in the NFL, anyways, in their union type thing. They're not allowed. They don't work Tuesdays. Um, it's in, in the contract. So um, that's their like spend a day with the kids. Do you know what I mean? You got to live your life day because basically you play Sunday. You show up Monday and you watch the game tape and you're beat up. So you go into the jacuzzi and you've seen the trainers and everything. Tuesday's the off day. Wednesday is like the real practice day. All right, this is what we're going to do against this team. Thursday, you walk through it. Friday, you travel, right, generally. That's the generally week. So now in a short week, though, so the Cowboys wasted tonight. Tomorrow, hungover <laughs> um, in, into, into Wednesday. Yeah, and then, you know, so they're basically going to have, like, two practices for the Panthers, essentially. Two practices and a walkthrough, you know what I mean? Because they do the walkthrough on Friday. They do the walkthrough on Saturday, too. Yeah, they're at home, so they'll do the walkthrough on Saturday. It is, it is what it is. Every team has to go through this, but there's a lot of garbage like that I'll never understand, the way the NFL does their scheduling, about why you can't make things just a little fair. It's already in Carolina's favor. or anything. Do you want to lay four and a half points, though? Like, are, you, is there, are things going this well? Like, wow, the Cowboys just going to start covering every week now? I think the Cowboys going to score. Can Carolina score with them? Cowboys going to score points. I know Carolina made the big trade today for C.J. Henderson, which I like the deal. I mean, he traded Arnold to get him there, so I like that deal, but I don't know how if he's going to be at the par already and move forward to cover Cooper to cover uh, C.D. Lamb. But I like the Cowboys next week. More recurrence on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Addiction plays hardball he would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.
listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. I can't believe it. He was so young. How could this have happened? Well, he'd been logging some pretty heavy hours. First one in in the morning, last one to leave at night. That kid was a human dynamo. Are you sure you're talking about George? <laughs> you are Mr. and Mrs. Costanza. What the hell did you trade Jay Buna for? <laughs> he had 30 home runs over 100 RBIs last year. He's got a rocket for an arm. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Well, Buna was a good prospect, no question about it. But my baseball people love Ken Phelps' bat. They kept saying, Ken Phelps, Ken Phelps. Bring it. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Maratzi, George Kurtz. The only New Yorker in the history of New York that's never seen Seinfeld before joining us. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. So uh, let's talk some baseball. Uh, you're all happy about your New York Yankees, uh, but you're not out of the woods yet. And how about those Seattle Mariners? Good night tonight. I cashed the, the football game and a nice little icing on, uh, on the cake here with the uh, Seattle Mariners winning. Mariners have screwed me a lot this year, too. I've been on the wrong side of a lot of Mariner games. I bet them a lot. So I'm glad to cash. I've been cashing with them over the last week or so. Uh, Mariners are on a roll right now, Kurtz, and they cut the lead uh, to a game and a half. So the updated wild card standings right now in the American League. It's over for Oakland. You're done. So you're three and a half back with five to go. It's over. So uh, the Yankees right now have a one-game lead on the Boston Red Sox. So if the playoffs started today, the Red Sox and the Yankees would be in. But the Toronto Blue Jays are only one game back. Uh, of the Boston Red Sox uh, and two games back of the New York Yankees. And now the Seattle Mariners with tonight's win have inched into a game and a half back. So the Mariners are in play right now, George. And if you're Oakland, it'll be interesting to see how they respond because if Oakland players aren't done, they know they're done. So, like, you know, Seattle sort of have that momentum going through the week here now, too. Oakland might pack it in, you know what I mean, just out of sort of frustration. Not like, oh, we're going to mail it in, but they know they're screwed. And then they're going to grip the bats a little tighter. Like, what are you making a race right now? Oh, uh, from the Yankee side, they did what they had to do. And what I mean that is they're in trouble still because you're playing Toronto now for three. All right, obviously Toronto wants to win these oh, games. Oh, God, what, that's matches, what a series right? this is going to be. <laughs> and the, but the pitching matches don't go well for the Yankees at all. I mean, like, Tyon Ty versus Ryu. Yeah, Ty, right off the uh, IL, yeah, he'll be fine. And uh, you know, Ryu has killed the Yankees this year. I think he's 3-0. He's pitched very well. It's not like he's put a pitch 3-0 to a 6 ERA. He's pitched very well. He's destroyed the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees do have Cole going on Wednesday, but Toronto's beating up on Cole. You know, so it's not like he's pitched great. But the good news is they get Berrios, and generally the Yankees more. I don't think the Yankees have faced them with uh, Toronto yet. But with Minnesota, you know, let's face it, anybody on Minnesota is the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees have no, no, no problem with him. So maybe though, that's good for them. And then Kluber versus Ray. That ain't going to go well. I'll take the over that game. Uh, t- the Toronto's over because Cleveland's going to get destroyed. You know, so uh, I think the Yankees are going to lose two out of three here. It's going to bring it's going to bring the Rays into effect this weekend. Who do the Rays want to get in? If they want the Yankees to get in because they're not worried, oh, we'll start this guy and that guy. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, pretty Yankees crazy. Move. The Rays control the fate of things, so they can pick. They do, them, like... and they're going to play that team. That's what I mean. If they... No, we don't I want know. The Yankees. We don't. Uh, we don't want. Yeah. You know, well, well, well remember. I don't know if you caught this, but uh, did you did you, did you notice all that Kiermaier stuff for the Blue Jays, which he stole their scouting card, their pitching report? Yeah, he was wrong. So, yeah, so Alejandro Kirk, there was a collision at the plate. Alejandro Kirk had, like, the – he had a wristband, but on the wristband it had the pitches that they were going to throw to each hitter type thing. It was just sort of like their little language and, you know, their play card, so to speak. And there was a collision at the plate. The card fell off his wrist. Kiermaier stole it. They hit Kiermaier after. Two games later, they plunked him. The bench is cleared, and Kiermaier said after, I hope we effing play Toronto. I want those guys bad and stuff. <laughs> like after. And same thing. It's like, really, be careful what you wish for. The Blue Jays are pretty good. The Blue Jays actually match up well with the Rays. So that's interesting right there. I don't know. Honestly, if you were the Rays, who would you want to play? The Yankees, the Red Sox, or the Blue Jays? I don't want to play the Blue Jays. Uh, I told you. I wouldn't want to play the Jays either. I'd be like, I don't want to deal with those guys. Right. We know they can hit, right? Uh, I know they're not hitting as well right now. Well, they can hit. 
Uh, that pitching staff is better than we give them credit for. We just named the top three starters there. That matches up with just about anybody. Yeah. Right? Ray, Ryu, uh, Berrios. You got Matz after that. I'm leaving somebody out there. I apologize. But that's a that's a good staff. I mean, I get it. The bullpen is questionable. But still, I don't want to play them. The yeah, Manoa, the bro. Manoa, the rookie, he's been awesome. That's who I forgot. That's who I love. Oh, he's I been Manoa. good, George. Right. He's actually the, he's over Matz. I, I don't think Matz will get a start. Uh, so... The Rays generally have their way with the Yankees. The only Yankee starter you're worried about is Cole. I mean, I think I'd rather play the Yankees. They haven't hit most of the year. And as I brought you up during the break, uh, Judge dislocated his finger yesterday. Yeah, he's pinky, not right? A problem. Right. He's not going to be a problem. I don't hit with that anyway. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, it's a problem. I'm very curious. Now, the Yankees, I'm waiting for a movie. I think this will give it away about how much they're worried about Judge. If they bring up probably Esteban Florial. They didn't do it today, but I'm wondering if they'll do that tomorrow to bring up an extra outfielder. Not that Judge wouldn't play with that. They're worried that he might have to come out. So I think this will be a, an important move to look for here. I think the Red Sox get in, by the way, because they're playing they got Chris right Sale here. against Baltimore. Right, they got Baltimore. And then they play with Nats. They play uh. nobody. I mean, how do they how do they not go five and one? If they don't, then or you don't deserve to get in. If you give yeah, them. Boston's gonna squeeze. So is this Chris Sale's last start, or they can can they squeeze him in again on Sunday? Let's so no two. So Wednesday, Thursday, yeah, he Friday, set. He could go again Sunday, right? He'll he'll be set up to go in a game. And, uh, you know, they need to win on Sunday if they needed to. Card. Or game 163. I guess they would. They would just go have them go one game. Well, we'll get to 163 in a minute because there might be 163, 164, 165, yeah, right. 166. <laughs> I, someone asked me earlier, as a Yankee fan, if I would take that right now. That's actually probably better for everybody if it just leads to chaos. I, as a Dodger fan, I almost want it too. Like, it's like uh, it's like all right, if we tied, you know what I mean? If we could just tie with these guys, that would even be better. Like. I, they, of course, you know, the Yankees have a two-game lead, but they have the toughest schedule. So would, would I take a game 163? And I think I probably would because I, I am worried about Seattle running this table at this freaking team. Go away. Go away. You're not a good team. Go They're away. not going away. They're, me. They're not. That's a problem. It's a problem. They could have so many times, too, and quit, right? But they uh, never did, and here they are. With the little engine that could, and they keep coming at you, coming at you. But they don't go away. Uh, I'd be surprised if there's not a, game, a regular season game on Monday. I truly would. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I think for baseball, we'll love it. There'll be, be a couple games. You know, maybe Atlanta will choke in the uh, National League. We'll get a, they'll have to play that game versus, uh, that makeup game versus Colorado on Monday, too. I don't see that happening, but maybe. All right. Let me get, the, uh, let me get uh, Jeff Passan's tweet here. I retweeted it earlier. Um, he's good. He's good at what he does. Um, he had it all broken down. Yeah, 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 yeah. As far as the... Um, <laughs> so this is great. If the Blue Jays take two or th- and all this is so possible too, right? If the Blue Jays take two or three from the Yankees and then sweep the Baltimore Orioles and the Yankees take two or three from the Rays and the Red Sox go four and two down the stretch, there'll be a three-way tie for the two American League wildcard spots. I don't that's not out of the realm. Like, that's kind of there. Blue Jays I take two. I'm, I think the Blue Jays will take two or three from the Yankees. So do I. So do I. And then I think the Blue Jays probably will sweep the Orioles. <laughs> I agree with you there, too. I think the problem with the whole scenario is the uh, Red Sox. The Red Sox won't go. They won't lose twice, right? I, th- I can see once, and even that's hard. Uh, I mean, the Orioles have no starting pitcher to throw against. So they're going to score 1,000 runs against them. All right? And the, even, the, even the Nationals, who are you, who are you hoping for? In that three-game series, uh, Patrick Corbin's going to do something? I don't even know if he's lined up the pitch in that series. You know, Josiah Gray, your ex-Dodger, he could do me a favor there. I'd appreciate that. Uh, it's hard to see them. Hard so what to is, see them. Not what is this? George Kurtz with us. I am Gabriel Morancy. What does this even mean? So, Jeff tweets, if, if the Blue Jays take two, two or three from the Yankees and sweep the Orioles, the Yankees take two or three from the Rays, and the Red Sox go four and two, there's going to be a three-way tie for the two American League wildcard spots. Here's how it works. Yeah, and it's, yeah, what about, great point. He's leaving Seattle out of this equation right now. But this is what's crazy here. So in case of a three-way tie for two spots, the tiebreakers go like this. Club A hosts Club B in the first game. And the winner gets the first AL wildcard spot. The loser then travels to Club C for the second game, and the winner gets the second AL, AL wildcard spot. But this is why it you know, gets complicated. Because they won their season series against both teams, the Red Sox would get the first tiebreaker, tiebreaker pick. Toronto beat New York, so it would choose second. 
presumably Boston would be Club A, which would get a home game and two cracks at winning. <laughs> what would Toronto do with the second pick? So what do you mean? Like they get to pick? What the hell is going on now, George? I'm getting confused already here. I get where they're going with this. It's never happened. This is what might be completely wild here. But with the pretty much the so you can one pick late. one or played one or two games type thing, right? <laughs> do you want to? Yeah. Do you, what do you want to do? Do you have a better chance of beating Boston on Monday and you just go for it, or you uh, you know and you lose, but then you got to play two games. Or you beat the Yankees, who get it yeah. on the best day. Sort of like the NBA play it actually. You you can win once or win. Tw- you get two cracks at it. You're, I get it. It's the same type of thing. We've never seen this before. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what do you mean you get to choose? So on one hand, you'd rather have two bites at the apple. So choosing Club B would make the most sense. At the same time, if you've ever been to Rogers Center, you know about the incredible atmosphere. And elimination games at Fenway Park and Yankee Stadium aren't fun either. Like, this could be sick and awesome, George. Can you imagine, bro, if it's like Monday, Tuesday, it's like, oh, Yankees at Boston, Boston at Toronto. Like, if it's just some sort of round robin, it'd be nuts. It'd be great. It would be, I would love it. I totally. I don't think the Yankees are going to win the World Series anyway. So why not? Let's have some havoc next week. Let's play extra base. And and, and the Seattle's not even in this mix on his tweets. You're right. So Seattle would have the same odds as uh, Toronto. So he had them Toronto going five and one. So if they oh, and here it is. Though so. they would be in this too. Yeah, and there's one more possibility: the Mariners sweep the A's and the Angels, and finish ninety-two and seventy. It would be a four-way tie. <laughs> God, uh, it would it would just be nuts. a four way tie. How would they even like? Oh my God! Like no one even know. I don't know. Never seen that before. Like I don't even know how they would do it. I imagine like, this team, that team, team, like, team like, A like, versus Team D, Team B, and then they play each other, right? As simple as that. You two play each other, and then you two play each other, and the winners go. That's how, that's. I'm guessing that's how it would work. Wow. How? What do you think the odds are? Any of this stuff happening? We've, you know, we've talked about this a, a couple of years, though. Oh, this, it always looks like the last week that something's going to happen. Generally, it doesn't. This year, though, I mean, because there's four teams in the mix, I, I, said, I can see the Yankees finishing fourth here. I can't get the schedule going here. But uh, Boston's got such a good schedule. I think they might go 6-0. and Dude, the Blue Jays go 2-1 and one against the Yankees and then minimum 2-1 and one against Baltimore. Let's be real. Minimum. That's asking a lot. That's asking to go 2-1 and one against Baltimore. I think it's sweet. I, who, and it's in Toronto. They're going to smoke them. <laughs> how is how is Baltimore going to win those games? They're not. There's no way in hell. They're going five and one. I got the I got the Jays going five and one. Whoa. I got, and the Yankees probably going. Uh, I think they're going to go. Uh, listen, one out of, one of three from Toronto. Two. Of, that's three and three. So it's three and three. That gives them. That actually puts them in a tie with Toronto. Yeah, but I think Boston's going six and zero. Oh. Five and one at worst. And what about Seattle? So we talked about this. Oakland know they're done, George. They're down by three and a half or five to go. Like in the clubhouse, they know. It's like, yeah, this isn't happening. So how do they react to that? And now you got Seattle who are red hot, George. Pitching, man. Oakland has some decent pitching going to Tuesday. Just take one, please. Kikuchi versus Bassett. He's coming back with a hit in the head. But Kikuchi's been lit up a lot. Gilbert versus Montas. And then, great start there. and then they close with three against the Angels in Seattle. Otani, please start. No, he said they're not. I think they're shutting them down now. <laughs> Change your mind. Late night anger man for class. Continues with Kurtz on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Addiction plays hardball he would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. 
It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Class. This is Sports Rage. So the uh, Braves are up two and a half on the Phillies. Yet, yeah, I don't really like the Phillies' chances too much here, George. Not a lot, not a lot of racetrack left to make up these two and a half games. Well, they play them three, right? That's where you got to sweep. You have to sweep. You can't just take two out of three. They got to sweep them this week. And uh, yeah, and have stuff work out for them as well. And hope the Braves like stumble elsewhere too, right? Um. I guess, you know what I mean? So what, who are the Braves? So the Phillies get the Braves and then the Marlins. And the um, who are the Braves ending up with? Let's see who they play. The Braves the end up with the um, the Mets. The Mets, the Mets, yeah, the Mets. But in in uh, in Atlanta. When was the last time the Mets won a game? Anybody got this for me? Uh, I think since Steve Cohen ripped them. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's been a while. You talk about a team that just does. Wow. Think about it, they were like the front runners and stuff, and now they're what, like 10, 12 games under 500, whatever it is, like completely falling apart. Um, all right, so the overnight odds right now. Uh, so Chris Sale, surprise, not a bigger favorite, actually. It's minus 255. It's minus one and a, minus one, one and a half is minus 152. The Yankees with Tyon against Ryu. The Blue Jays are minus 130. The Yankees are plus 110. The total is nine, Kurtz. And the Phillies have Zach Wheeler. So this is is it for them. They got Zach Wheeler on the hill against Morton. The Braves are minus 126. The total is eight. What do you think about these early games? I'm on the Blue Jays. Uh, I don't think Talion's going long in this game. I just don't. And like I said, Ryu's dominated the Yankees this year. I know he hasn't pitched much of late either. A little little problems there. But I'm taking uh, the Blue Jays. Probably going to leave the over alone, but I lean the over, and I want to take it. Uh, give me the Red Sox uh, both ways. I think they have no problem winning tomorrow. I think they're a little angry team there. I'm not. I'm going to leave the Braves alone as well here, but I, I'll think about the under, the under eight. All right, hang in here, Kurtz. We'll get you out in a couple of minutes. We'll just get a couple of other baseball picks. And are the St. Louis Cardinals? They're 25 to one to win the World Series. 16 game win streak. Not getting a lot of respect for the odds makers still. Unbelievable. They just don't lose. Yeah, well, they, they they play Milwaukee again tomorrow. Milwaukee, even though they've clinched, are probably sick of losing to these guys. More with Kurtz on the other side. We'll get a couple of baseball picks. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.